Transformational healer, Kundalini, Kundalini starship captain, which means she teaches some amazing yoga. Kirsty. Hello. Hello. I'm so happy you're back in town because you were on an adventure the last time we broadcast, and we did a call-in, which was pretty fun because you know technology can be scary, but we got it. And. I think we are ready to share the fourth edition of The Shining Light Show, a bi-monthly exploration of uplifting and expansive topics that hopefully help you live your best life. So thank you for being tuned to KDRT 95.7 FM Davis or for listening at KDRT.org. We got a great topic today, you guys. We have an amazing topic, actually. And who's going to say it first? Do you want me to? <laughs> um, I'll, uh, yeah, here, I'll dive into it. Um, so we're today. Oh, wait, we got some. Uh, How's that? Wait. No, now it went away. Sorry, we're having a little we're trying to get technical yeah. moment with our earphones. I can't hear anything through my earphones right now. Sorry if that hurt your ear. How about that? Oh, I think that was... Wait, uh, I, I thought I had it for a minute, but now I don't hear it. I think there's something wrong with the little connections. The connections, yeah. yeah. Well, well, either way, um, whether I can hear... Well, you, they can hear us. So. Myself or not. Yeah. Uh, our listeners can hear me. Yes. Um, welcome in, you guys. Welcome. To the Shining Light Show. So today, um, so today we're going to talk a little bit about prosperity and abundance. And, you know, mainly working around bringing more money in to our lives. Because my sense is that, and something that I've been noticing in the last month or really the last few months or maybe even longer than that but particularly what I've been noticing for some of the people of Davis and some of the people that I work with that money has been a big obstacle for a lot of people lately um, and I've really been noticing how there's certain I've been noticing some trends of limiting beliefs and mm. I've been really noticing the way that people um, limit themselves in this area who don't let them have the things that they want to do or the things that they want to experience because of money. And I'm noticing ways that people actually block themselves. They actually, there's ways that, that I've noticed that people create blocks to money coming into their lives. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I think that like for me at least, money, like the money gunk, I like to call it because it is, it's kind of a trigger. It's really uncomfortable. And so I think oftentimes we don't address this. And I think that there is a huge need. I mean, I really like it when you host teleclasses on topics that are sort of on the fringe of comfortability of comfort because 
anytime I've learned that anytime I tackle something that feels really, really hard that I don't think that I can do, but somehow I make it through, I gain so much more respect for myself, so much more confidence, and new pathways often open because I've decided to finally let go of those blocks. Yeah, absolutely. And those so, doggone limiting beliefs. Yeah, there's a lot of limiting beliefs. As you said, there's a lot of money gunk. Yeah. And, um, and for a lot of people, money is the kind of thing that really gets avoided. Mm -hmm. um, avoided, not talked about. I think it's right up there with sexuality as, as a, a topic that a lot of people um, don't like to talk about and carry shame around and... You know, I guess. What yeah, I, I mean, I'll throw the words jealousy, lack, um, undeserving. Mm -hmm. I wish I could, I should, I want, you know, things like that. Totally. And it turns out that everybody, pretty much everybody has some issues around money. Maybe not everybody. Some people have worked it out pretty well. But, but even, even people, and I'll say that even people that have money, even people that have a lot of money, they mm -hmm. have issues with money too. They have a, there's a lot of people that have shame for receiving inheritance or um, mm. making more money than the people around them. Um, mm -hmm. It it goes in all directions. Yeah, guilt is a big part. Of it. it gets sticky. So, I think we're here today to try and smooth at least a little bit of that out. Yeah, let's smooth. I I would love to. And this is something I've been I've been studying for the last little while and really thinking about over the last few weeks. I'm actually going to be offering a teleclass coming up. I think it's going to be next week. I haven't put the official word out yet, but I'm going to teach a teleclass that's very specific around helping people move beyond money blocks. Um, it's going to be a free teleclass, so it should be a good investment of time. Um, for anyone who is feeling a lack of financial resources, who's feeling um, some blocks around bringing more money in, and my hope is to give everyone a big energetic boost in this area of life, because what I've found is that so much of this is really about the mindset, mm -hmm. the things that, the ideas of what we have around what's possible, and so it's actually possible to make some pretty significant shifts in a fairly short amount of time when we make these little shifts with our mindset. So I'm hoping to do a little bit of that today, and then I'm going to do a deep dive with that um, in my free teleclass next week. Which I just want to quickly say are so easy to participate in. Thank you for handling all of the back end and just making it really easy to have these conversations about these hard topics. Right. Yeah, and it's a call-in. You get to sit on your bed or wherever you want at your house, just a place that's really comfortable to talk about something that's kind of hard. I mean, that's what I think is lovely about the teleclasses. Yeah. yeah. Teleclasses are sweet. It's kind of like listening to the radio, but you just call in with your phone. You punch in a little code, and it's, it is nice to just be able to, to cozy up at home and mm -hmm. have your tea or, you know, whatever, be however you want to be and still feel community and work on an upgrade. It's really magical, actually. Yeah. And it's a great thing that you do for our community, so thank you. 
Yeah, you're welcome. I'm I'm starting I'm just getting into it more and more and, and really enjoying that way of of sharing. And um, so the webpage probably will have some info on yeah, that. Yeah, I don't have any info up there right now, but if there's anyone listening who's like, ooh, I want to participate in that, um, I would go to my website www.kirstenelise.com that's k-i-r-s-t-e-n-e-l-i-s-e dot com and maybe go to our page our radio page I was thinking we that have too. a spe- I have a special page on my ra- on my website dedicated to this radio show um, if you go to that page there's actually a comment box it's actually for questions or that you want or things that you'd like on the radio show but if you want to just go there yeah, that's easy send us me send me a quick message say i heard you on the radio and i want to come to your free teleclass i was drop your I email just, maybe yeah i think it requires you to drop I your email I, I think so so yeah just fill out that form real quick shoot me it just get yeah. in touch and then i'll add you to my list um when i send information out about that it's a really hot list to be on by the way <laughs> well so i bet in preparing for things like this, you've probably had to shift your feelings around money a little bit. Yeah, well, my process with shifting my feelings about money has been certainly an ongoing process for me. And I can't say that I've got it all figured out. Um, there's a lot of work that I've had to do with myself around money Um and it takes time. It takes time to unravel everything because, um, you know, for me, just just as what I see in everyone else, like there's a lot that gets put on to us from either our parents. I mean, most people, most people's money beliefs come from their parents, whether or not their parents um, told them specifically what to believe or or they just picked up attitudes and feelings about money. But most of that comes from the family, so most of us have work to do around. I had I had a lot of work to do around that. I have, and each family is kind of different um, in regards to money. Um, my family, let's see, my family is my actually. I just come from a very frugal family, <laughs> um, a family that's really into saving and um, finding ways to spend less money like my grandmother um i my grandmother comes to mind when i say that um she just she was like had a little bit of hoarder tendencies i have honestly i have a little bit of hoarder tendencies and i actually have a lot of compassion for people that <laughs> have <you>. that <laughs> <laughs> um and you, i have a question like this just popped into my head i'm sorry to interrupt you but yeah. i wonder if some of these ancestral patterns and things do impact what we do in our lives today like I know yes anyway sorry I'm gonna ask another question about that a minute keep going I'm sorry I mean no absolutely they do and I mean that's like the main when I when I go into deeper work with clients one-on-one or in my group programs um, the next program we're gonna go way into money and we're gonna do a lot of work on releasing these ancestral these ancestral like patterns, like, because they go, they go deep, they go deep. Like if, you know, especially any of us who had family members who were affected by the Great Depression, mm-hmm. um, anyone who, I mean, there's all kinds of trauma that our ancestors have gone through that um, would change the way that they relate to money. 
um, because money is really so connected to like our survival instincts. It's a very root chakra um, kind of, you know, it's connected to our security, our sense of survival. Um, and so that's, I mean, and that's partly why it's so intense for a mm-hmm. lot of people to talk about is, um, you know, it's, it's related to these deeper, these deeper patterns and these deeper feelings. Um, Pardon me. Just had to let one rip. Um, so my journey, yeah, my journey, I used to, I think m- some of my main things was, was just kind of living smaller than I needed to live in order to save money. Mm. I did. I also really didn't want a job. I didn't want to live. I didn't want a job that I that I didn't like because I could see a lot of people working jobs that they don't like for right. money. Right. Um. I didn't want that. So I kind of took the the very like and and in line with my family's patterns, I kind of took the route of let me spend as little as possible. Let me live in my van for a while. Let me live mm. in this little trailer park with all you know with and it was kind of this anarchist vibe there where a lot of the people there were like, let's not, it was like the, it was the attitude around like, let's not use money. Money's evil. Uh, let's not even right. use money. Oh, that's, let's grow food. Let's go dumpster diving. Let's live in the forest. Let's, we don't need money. We don't need to participate in any of that. Um, and that's kind of more of like the attitudes that I picked up and that, were kind of influencing the way I was living my life. And I don't want to say that there's anything particularly wrong with that, but what I eventually realized was that living in that way and not participating in the system, mm-hmm. not having a credit card, not, you know... Bank account, all the things. Not doing all that stuff um, was actually kind of limiting what was available to me, and it was keeping me a little bit smaller. Mm. And so finally, I just made the shift and was like, you know what? I, instead of figuring out how to spend less, what if I figure out how to bring more money in, and maybe, and, and maybe that's okay. And what I also realized is that a lot of the people who are do who really do care and who are doing good work in the world and who have big hearts are actually the ones that are rejecting money and are the very people who should have money, mm. are the very people who, if they had money, they would do great things with it. They would channel it in great directions. They would... Spend compassionately. Spend it in compassionately, right. So what I want to say, especially to all the all the, K, the KDRT listeners or whoever's out there listening, my guess is if you're listening to this, the world would actually benefit from you having more money in your life. And I guess what I would say about money is that even though we have all these things attached to money, all these ideas about wealth and greed and you know there's a lot of like dark consumerism there's all of that consumerism tied up in it too. there's so much tied up in it but in a really simple way and what shifted things a lot for me when as i i just started thinking of money as energy money Ooh. is money is energy 
and it's neutral. Money is neutral. Money is not evil. Money is not necessarily good, but money money is neutral. Neutral. And as a neutral, if it's just energy, Whoa. then you know, I started to think, well, how can I allow greater amounts of this energy to flow through my life? And 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 not to not to hoard, not to like how much of this can I accumulate? Because even, you know, people who accumulate great wealth, it actually has a, there's a heavy quality to it and it can kind of weigh them down. I've watched that in my dad. That's so true. Uh-huh. Um, so, and you know, I think, and I mean, there's different ways to be with money, but my goals right now is to, how can I expand more, how can I allow more money to just flow through and create a really healthy flow where... More is coming in, and I'm letting more go, too. So mm -hmm. it's just, it's flowing through my life and my bank account. I'm purifying it and infusing it with love as it moves through me, and then I'm channeling it into the places that I believe in. Right, making, con like, really conscious con decisions about how you're spending. Exactly. Because when you do that, then you get to feel good about who you're supporting, what you're doing, and what you're receiving as a result. Yeah, Absolutely. Like I yeah. I love money is neutral. That is giving me the goosebumps. It's it's a kind of a idea. it's a big idea that I mean could it shifted a lot for me and and then it's like, oh good, like more money that comes into my life, like I can I can channel that into great things. I can send that I can I can channel that towards our local organic farmers. I can mm -hmm. channel that yeah, I can spend that at the market. I can spend that on some of these handmade clothes that, you know, this sweet lady down the street's making, or I can, you know, buy myself these fancy bouquets of flowers from our local flower mama. I can love you, flower mama, you know, just, yeah, like support the things that you support the things. And I mean, a lot in. of my money goes into just more, a lot of it goes to healers and, um, facilitators and just ways of, of, furthering my evolution um but essentially once if we can shift the idea if we can if we can get on board with the idea that if more money comes into my life everyone around me can benefit from that um that it's a win-win situation mm. um then that can kind of that can that's one thing that that really opened things up for me awesome so I have a really great song that fits well right here by Lady Ray. It's called Money. All and right. And I would love to share it with everybody. And we'll be back in just a minute, friends. Thank you so much for listening to KDRT 95.7 FM. Coming at you here from Davis, California.
was Lady Ray off of her self-titled record, and that track, of course, was Money. That's what we're talking about today on the Shining Light program. I'm Sarah Taps, and I'm sitting with Kirsten Elise, and we are, yeah, we're kind of tackling some of the money gunk that's out there in the field right now, or always, and incorporating um, abundance and prosperity into the program today, too. So during the break, though, I had to share with Kirsten that what she was saying was really resonating with me about how your family patterns really impact the way you spend or how you form thoughts around money and things like that. And um, and just, I don't know, something sort of clicked about how I did grow up um, really privileged, very comfortable. Um, I didn't want for anything. But there also was this tighten up your belt kind of idea about money in our family because my dad was a financial he was a CFO kind of dude and so numbers and finances really big deals to him and um, and so as soon as I got my allowance as a little kid it just burned a hole in my pocket I didn't want anything to do with it because I think subconsciously I could feel all of the tension and the tightness and the stress that money brings to people I think that any argument that I can remember my parents having had to do with finances. I mean, they weren't, they weren't ever like, I don't like the way you talk to me. And there was none of that. It was always like, you spent, and oh my gosh, and where did this $1,000 go, or, you know. Mm-hmm. And so then I think in that, I learned how to be a little smaller. I didn't ask for as many dance classes because I didn't want to hear my parents have these arguments, mm-hmm. you know. And so... I just really, really love money is neutral. Thank you for that upgrade. Yeah. And I'm, I'm imagining there's a lot of people that can relate to what you just shared. Um, I mean, and it's, it's, it's very unique for every family. Every family has their own weird things. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, hopefully every family. Yeah. And hopefully some of them are awesome, too. And there's, yeah, some of them are awesome. I bet there's people out there who have a really healthy relationship because their parents did. I can't think of any examples in this moment, but I'm sure that those Mm -hmm. people exist. Most people have a lot of deprogramming to do and a lot of healing to do around it. Um, There's often a lot of stress and fear Mm -hmm. around money, like like you just described, that you could feel in your family, that it was kind of a constant source of stress, of conflict. Yeah, there's always just that undercurrent of money gunk. You know, we're always kind of trudging through that. And pinching pennies when they didn't have to be pinched and causing more upset in moments that could have been really easy and fluid. Yeah, exactly. So there's a, so we all, most of us have that kind of stuff. And I just want everyone to know that that's all complete. It's all completely undoable. Like you can, mm. 
you can release that pattern within yourself, within your, within your cells, within your subconscious mind. And when you start to unravel and release these older patterns and these older um, ideas about money and the stress and the fear from your nervous system, you can, you can rebuild a totally new relationship and live and, and feel, you know, be able to relax around this area of your life, be able to um, create a healthy flow of it in and out through your life. Um, open to the possibility of more money coming in and, and being able to do things that maybe your parents never thought were possible um, to be able to go beyond the whatever income status you your family was in. And we see people do it all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there yeah, there's all kinds of people. And it's, and it's, and it's amazing. Um, I'm watching my kid do it. I mean, Nicholas Oren is very successful in San Francisco right out the gate. Uh-huh. You know, because I think he was like, nope, I'm not subscribing to that money BS that's happening over there. And maybe also with him growing up, you know, like I've not made a million dollars in my life yet. So, um, you know, there's been some some areas where we've had to pull back. But then there's also been a lot of er- other areas where we felt it was appropriate to spend our savings on, you know, because you always make more. It'll always come back to you if you believe it. Absolutely. Is, you know, out there available to you. Yeah. And just like any any family patterns, it can all change and you can decide what your you can decide what your truth is and what your reality is and what you really want to believe in mm. in a way that can really serve your life. Loving that. So, is this where we bring in the ideas of abundance? And prosperity. And prosperity. Yeah, I feel like saying something about prosperity. Um, I mean, this this has all been on my mind, too, because I, this is just like the theme that's coming up for me in general lately and for the people around me. Um, it's definitely coming up for me. I know that there's a lot of things right now that I really want to participate in, and I'm not afraid to do it. My only barrier right now is resource. Uh-huh. And it, I totally feel like it's tackleable. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it totally is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's a mind shift. mindset shift. It's a mindset shift. So it's, it's about removing the... It's about just changing your ideas and your mind of what's possible. Um, and yeah, you mentioned prosperity. I'd love to talk about prosperity for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, prosperity... And people have different ideas about prosperity. There's different definitions of prosperity Mm -hmm. for me prosperity is um well it's about being prosperous is is about thriving and flourishing Mm -hmm. um it includes health it includes happiness wealth it it often encompasses wealth um but it's more it's more than that and and to me it's also very much related to purpose so how does our Mm. and it's kind of like for me the art of being prosperous is is uniting your purpose getting clear on what your divine purpose is in this lifetime and then finding ways of making money through living your purpose so there's no um, disconnect between doing what you came here to do and being 
provided for as you do your divine work. Right, because I think that, well, I'll just share another piece of personal info. I am just about ready to start hunting for another job, and I'm really being choosy about where I think I want to work and what I want to do, because there is, um, I watch a lot of people go to work doing something that isn't part of their passion group, you know, whatever, people have lots of passions, but um, spending so much time every day doing something that isn't of their highest or isn't as interesting or as um, stimulating, and then, you know, still receiving a paycheck for it, but then maybe not honoring that money and that time that they invested because it was not really what was of their, you know, what they were interested in in the first place. Right, and if you're spending a large portion of your life doing something that isn't really aligned with your mm -hmm. life purpose, um, it often has some kind of impact on your on your health and your happiness. And I feel like, yeah, it, it's just hard to fully, fully thrive if the work isn't connected in some way to to what your soul is here to do. Right. Well, there's not the company that wants to do what I want to do out there. So I guess I have to figure that out for myself. But, uh, you know, it's available and I can create it. Absolutely. Kind of the cool thing. You can create it. And sometimes we can find the awesome job that totally fits in alignment with, with what we're here to do. And other times, oftentimes, that means making up our own job, making up you know, starting our own business. Mm -hmm. I, I work with a lot of women who have their own businesses and are, and are forging their own path and are finding ways of, you know, making, making that work. And I'll also just mention that anyone who's starting their own business or employing themselves is definitely going to have some money stuff to work through. And that's really going to impact the business. I've seen like certain patterns or blocks around money can absolutely sabotage mm. your business. It's having your own business is, is much more, it requires a lot more um, in terms of your own relationship to money than say, working at the university and getting a, getting like a yearly paycheck or working at any job and just getting, you know, it, it's yeah. much easier to just have a salary and get a paycheck in some ways. Um, but, but how happy are you? How fulfilled are you on your off time? You know, are you worried about somebody else's business or like whatever? I don't know. I just, I think that your energy can be spent in really positive ways across the board. Yeah, absolutely. And having your own business has some very unique challenges that come up. But if you're willing to do the inner work, I mean, it's really about the inner game is what I've learned is most of, of doing your own business is about shifting and transforming your own relationship with money. And once you address some of those underlying belief systems, that can really clear the path for everything to fall into place. Do you think you could share maybe a tip or two to anybody wanting to transform their relationship to money and maybe bringing more abundance of things into their life? 
I don't know. I'm doing things with bunny ears because I don't, you know, everybody's thing is different, right? Right. (laughs) Um, Joy. Yeah. (laughs) Let me see. Yeah. There's just, there's so many, there's so many ways that I could answer that. I'm trying to think of what would be most useful for our listeners in this moment. I would say there's a few really common beliefs that that could be loosened up. Mm. Um, actually, no. We'll start with, I would say the first thing is to not avoid looking at or talking about money. So what I do see a lot of people is they just, they're uncomfortable with it and they ignore Mm. it and they're not they don't know how much they they don't know how much money they need they're not quite sure how much money they have um like i think there's an aspect of money that money likes order and there's a way of just being willing to face the numbers and also getting clear on how much money do you actually, like, figuring out, like, how much do I need? How much do I actually, because we can all say, oh, like, it'd be great to have more money, but how, actually, how much money do you right. need? What, and what do you want to do with that? Like, why, and why do you, why do you want that? Mm-hmm. So to get clear Those about. Those are great questions. You know, what, yeah, get clear about that. And then you can start to get clear about, okay, I need. Say $5,000. Say $5,000. Okay. So you can get clear. Okay. So I need $5,000 because I want to do this program or I want to um, buy this car that I saw on Craigslist or Mm -hmm. I want, you know, this vacation, whatever it is, whatever it is, these fancy boots (laughs) say, oh yeah, the $5,000 boots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so whatever it is, whatever it is for you and, and, you know, getting clear on what that is, how much you need. And then a process that I like to go is instead of how can I, so as I mentioned, a lot of times people and what I used to do is work on saving money. Be like, oh, how can I, how can I live in a smaller way so that I can eventually save up and have Mm $5,000. And if you, if I tune into like the energetics of that, of like, how can I, how can I, how can I like just not scroll away this big stack of money? So later you'll be comfortable, but like, what about now? Right. And so it's just a little bit smaller. It kind of like the energy kind of like, it's like it just it's a little it kind of contracts yeah it comes in a little and so I notice when things kind of contract the energy and what I would challenge anyone to do who's like oh I need five thousand dollars I would say I would I would say ask yourself how what would it take for mm. an extra five an extra five thousand dollars to come into my life within the next and then you figure out how much you need it okay within with it by the end of this month what would it take for an extra $5,000 to come into my life? And 
if you notice the energetic quality of that, it's much more, it's much bigger. It's much more spacious. It's much more. There's so much room expansive, for solution. And there's room for solutions. Because then you open things up and you're like, oh, and you realize there's actually. Like if I had you do an exercise right now where I was like, okay, Sarah, write down 10 ways. We could even say 20 ways, but we could just start mm -hmm. with 10 ways that $5,000 could come into your life. Um, and I might incorporate this into the teleclass, actually. I but think that's a gr I love that, actually. It's a great, and, and then just, you know, just the act of making the list is going to challenge your mind to open up and expand and actually see how many possibilities there really are for that money to come in. And to not be attached the way that it comes in. Um, I, I have because right, it doesn't have to be traditionally. It can come in through any avenue. It can come really. it can come in through any avenue. Um, yeah, I feel called to share I feel called to share my angel story. Can I share my angel yeah, story? Please, yeah, okay. share an, yeah, totally totally <laughs> okay. share an angel story, please. So I was doing some work around money, and this was like a few years ago. I was doing a lot of EFT tapping, which, um, which is one of the modalities that I use in my practice with groups and with one-on-one -on -one clients. And I was doing some work on myself in this way. And I was, I was working on opening up to the possibility of receiving money from unexpected sources. Mm. And I and that was that was what I was programming into myself. I said I am open to receiving money from unexpected sources. And so without needing, and so when we say something like that, it's like we don't need to find all the answers, but it creates an opening where that po that could be possible. And a again, week, mindset, mindset, and a week later. I received this really random check in the mail for $444, which is actually an angel, 444 is an yeah, angel number. That, it's I'm actually like associated with Archangel Michael, who um, mm. who I feel is looking out for me. And, 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 it, and it, was, it was just so, I mean, it was bizarre to get this check in the mail and be like, I don't know why I'm receiving this. This doesn't make sense. It's $444 of all amounts that it could right. be. Right, any number, any number combo, which there are a million gajillions of those. And and that was the magic number that came to you. That, yeah, that's what showed up for me. And to me, that was like, I mean, it was like a little, it was like a little love check from the, from my angels saying, hey, Kirsten, like, we're here for you. Mm -hmm. Like, you're taken care of. Like, we got you. And that stuff works, you guys, and, by the way. And yes, money can come in from places that you would never, your mind could never imagine. Mm -hmm. So I've had some fun. So that was like a fun experience that I had myself. I've had other, I've taught money tapping workshops before. I've had people come up and be like, oh my gosh, right after your workshop, I got this raise that I didn't even think was possible at my work. Like, and now I'm taking my family to Iceland. There was a woman who, who called me wow. later. She was like, oh my gosh, like I was totally broke. And then I got this mysterious raise and bonus at work. And then I suddenly was able to take my whole family to Iceland. And it was like a really special trip and a gift to my children. And 
It was just magic. Like money. It totally works. Well, I mean, so we, a session that you and I had at your office on G Street um, about a month ago, maybe six weeks ago or something. Mm -hmm. And we did a little bit of money work. And he had asked me, like, what would it really take? Right. You asked me some of these hard questions. And Mm -hmm. um, one of my answers was $13,000 to something I don't need to go into. But that was what it was. And then. I did. I received a crazy phone call, and within like two weeks, I had thirteen hundred dollars uh-huh. that I wasn't expecting. Uh huh. So I, there's something to this like energy flow mindset, believing in unlimited possibilities that really benefit you, even without knowing how. Yeah, it opens it, it opens things up. Like there's I feel like there's unlimited resources that are available to us and we don't have to figure it out all on our own, but when we start to just shift some of those core belief patterns and start to open to the possibilities mm-hmm. of money coming in, um magical things happen. Truth. Hashtag true story. <laughs> Hashtag Heck yeah. (laughs) Hashtag new boots. (laughs) Just kidding. I didn't. (laughs) I didn't. Um, So I think we should play another song quickly. Ooh. And I would like to share. What do you want to share? Abundance of strawberries or gold fire? Because I don't know that we have all the time left. I'm going to have to cut this playlist down. Or some Johnny Cash, maybe? Yeah, let's play the Johnny Cash. You want to play the Johnny Cash? All right. I like that one. I do, too. Um, Here is You've Got a New Light Shining in Your Eyes off of the classic Man in Black record. Oh, and you're hearing it right here on KDRT 95.7 FM Davis on the Shining Light Show. You've got a new light shining in your eyes and i can see now right where your beauty lies and it's showing in your face that your heart has found a place and i can hear it in your whisper and your sighs you've got a new way of doing things you do change in you and I wonder could it be that the change is due to me or I have felt a certain something too you've got a way about you now that you never had before you've got a look you're wearing now like the look you ever wore I tried to Tried to hide it for a while, but now I realize you've got a new light shining. 
Welcome back to the Shining Light program. I'm Sarah Tapps. I'm sitting with Kirsten Elise. And today we are chatting about abundance and prosperity and money relationships or the relationships we have with money. Mm -hmm. And we as, you know, the greater we. But before we jump back in, I want to quickly mention Friends of the Davis Public Library. They're wonderful, and they support the Davis-Stevens branch library and fundraising, facilities planning, development of collections, children's programs, and the promotion of the library as a cultural center for the city of Davis. If you want to become a member or feel like donating, need some info, give them a click at davislibraryfriends, all one word, dot org. That's davislibraryfriends.org. Actually, our library is pretty bomb here in town, I have to say. Yeah, we have an amazing library. And, you know, I'm sure there was it took a lot of money to have such an amazing library. Right? A lot of people working on it together. A lot of ideas being brainstormed and expanded upon. And I guess I feel like one last little nugget is one of the cool things about having a lot of money like say you, say you accumulate a lot, you bring a lot of money into your life, you can channel it into causes and things that you really believe in. Mm -hmm. And what I've found is, especially for very heart-centered entrepreneurs, to have something, some cause bigger than yourself can really give your business a boost in a way where you're like, well, I'm going to give you know 5% of everything, you know, of, of whatever mm -hmm. money comes into this elephant sanctuary or I'm I really care about this animal shelter and I'm going to I'm going to give mm -hmm. money to that or I'm going to you know send money to this organization that's helping you know the preserve rainforests rainforests or any forests or you know like you, it's it's there's benefits to having wealth when when you realize that it just gives you you're just having you're expanding your impact on the world and you're expanding the money that you can put. And so we need, we need more people who have the big hearts, who care a lot about the planet and the people and the animals and everything that mm -hmm. lives on the planet to have more money. So just want to like throw that out there because that's one way that, that all of us can, can make an impact and, and benefit collectively benefit collectively. Exactly. Thank you so much. Like, my mind is going a thousand miles a minute right now. There's lots of great ideas here. And um, I know that I still have some work to do about shifting my mindset around money. And one of the ways that I do like to tune into what is truly right and real and up for me is through meditation. Right. Yeah. And my favorite downloads often come to me when I am doing deep meditation after a kundalini yoga sesh, which is interesting. But I think, you know, in moving your body and opening up and really tuning in and getting aligned, that 
makes it um, a little easier to reach, at least for me, like those ideas or, or cutting the gunk, you know, like just. Absolutely. And, and I mean, there's a lot of ways that I help people kind of release these belief systems and these, these old imprints around money that aren't, that are holding them back. I wish you could see Kirsten's hand. It was like grungy, like the, the, the imprints. and the, <laughs> <laughs> Because it is, that's what it feels like. It's like, ugh, I don't want this, but I still have it. I carry it with me anyway. How can I clear it? Right. And there's so there's a lot of ways that I do in my work to help people clear that. And one of the ways that can really help clear those patterns without even having to necessarily identify them all yep, um, is Kundalini yoga. That's like the, per- it, it's, it's an amazing supportive practice to be able to bring more prosperity, more abundance into your life. There's actually a lot of specific meditations and exercises that are, specifically designed to help people be prosperous and help people um, expand their capacity to hold wealth and to channel and to channel energy and to um, I mean all levels of prosperity so being you know including wealth but also the health the happiness Um, and so I'm actually doing a new series a new kundalini series that's actually specifically about cultivating prosperity and abundance. Yay. Because everyone wants Yeah, that. who doesn't want more? <laughs> more. I mean, you know, and it, whether that's money, whether that's happiness, whether that's confidence. Um, yeah, it's not a bad thing to want. Yeah. And to go after it change your mind and decide that it actually is a possibility for you that's great um so can you the kundalini series yeah the kundalini series there's a little more info on my website if you want to go to my website www.kirstenelise.com but the new series it's 10 weeks we're starting uh this This upcoming this upcoming friday september 7th and um, I recommend doing the whole series. The series is we, I would say also, if anyone has an interest in that, go to the website, check out the details. And if it calls to you, I would sign up. I would sign up before Friday because it's actually starting to fill up and Good. there's not a whole lot more spaces left. Get but your seat is, on the starship. There is some, <laughs> yeah, we call it the starship. Yeah. Um, we're, yeah, we're going on this 10 week journey to, just open, you know, be bigger, be, be brighter and open up to, um, more goodness, more opportunities, more abundance, more prosperity with a really sweet group of people. I have to say that the, the people that show up to that class are really lovely. And it's one of my favorite, it's one of my favorite things to show up to during the week. Me too. I mean, I've kind of learned that all the cool stuff happens on Fifth Street. All of my favorite things happen on Fifth Street, actually on the same block. Uh-huh. Like, we're at one end of it here at the Catered Headquarters, and then the Kundalini happens at the other end of the block. The Davis Holistic, Holistic Center. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful space. It's a really lovely space. So So can we play the... Um, I would love to, we have yeah. a We actually have a prosperity mantra song. I don't think we have time to play the whole song, but... I invite you to just rock out to this 
for the next couple of minutes. Um, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a prosperity mantra. Um, what do the words mean? Do you know? Well, um, high level. <laughs> There's a bunch of different words, but it includes har, which yeah. is which is a, which is a really great mantra to use. It's connected to the navel the navel point and the solar plexus, and it's that essentially means creative infinity. <gasps> oh wait, this isn't the version. This isn't the version? No, it's not. But it's still good. It's not it, the version that... <laughs> we were going for a disco <laughs> mantra. <laughs> okay, we'll figure that out and we'll play it next time. Sure. But this is still equally... I mean, it's still... It's still the same... Stirs up the same magic. It's same, the same mantra. There you go. It's just a little more... Yeah. Oh, this is the twinkle version. It's the twinkle Sparkly. version. Enjoy, enjoy, and thank you for listening, everyone out there. Yes, I'm so glad that you guys tuned in and joined us for this fourth edition of the Shining Light Program, heard only here on KDRT 95.7 FM Davis and streaming at kdrt.org. Wishing you a wonderful week and all the prosperity available to you. Get out there and get it, you guys. See you soon.